We are six lines from the top. Whether there be gates of houses, whether there be the gates of courtyards, even gates of, of countries, gates of cities. We talked about this yesterday as well, um, they all need to have mezuzah. You shall write them and on the doorposts of your houses and of or of your gates. So Rashi tells you right away on top, Rashi says, there are countries which are um, surrounded by mountains and forests, making them largely impassable, become a parsayas, the yotz of many, many, uh, many miles, and and you can only go in and out through the gates, known Eretz Hagar. That's what Eretz Hagar is, but uh, it's a country that was like that. Okay. Okay. Having said that, what what is it? Is a, 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 this all a concept of mezuzah? Is this a hook? What what is it? Is this a what? I mean, it's a hook. What what what's the reason? A mezuzah? Yeah. Oh, is it a hook? Yeah. Oh, it's a hook any more than tefillin is a hook. It's it's a mezuzah is a kaddish who says that you should remember me and think about me when you walk in and when you walk out of your house. If you think about how often we're supposed to be thinking about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we're not during the course of the day, like how often we drift off during davening, or um, even on Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, we, uh, we don't concentrate as well as we could. And imagine, we all understand that at times when we're not specifically commanded to be thinking of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Hashem wants to draw our focus to Him. Now, it just homiletically, it's very nice. When you go into your house, now you have a certain responsibility. Responsibility is to your own. Responsibility is to wife and kids or husband and children. That's your responsibility. It's a different kind of responsibility when you walk out. You walk out, you are in a different realm. Now you have business responsibilities when you go to the store or something like that. People lead different lives at different times. So Hashem says, whether you are not out for commerce or going to the store, or even taking a stroll. So remember me. And you know, the, the, the minute is that when you leave the house, you're supposed to touch the mezuzah. I don't know if you should do it. I'm serious. I don't know if you should do it now by COVID. Um, although we, we in the cola, we wipe down the mezuzah um, pretty much every day um, with disinfectant. But I don't know what happens in between. So uh, I, wouldn't, I don't know if to, you know, it's a good idea. You're not mechuyiv to touch the mezuzah when you go out. You're not even mechuyiv to touch the mezuzah when you go in, by the way. There's no chiyiv that the Ramad, the Magad Avram, brings down that uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to do. But really, what you should be doing with the mezuzah, Abiyikaradin, is just looking at it. Look at it, and uh, that's enough. Now, touching it is surely a good thing. You can touch it with your middle finger, and... Um, if you're leaving the house, you say Hashem Yishmar, Tzaisi Yavoyim Me'atavi Adolam, and you um, and you uh, and you leave, 
And it also always thinks that this is what's in there, the Pasuk of Shema and Vayim Shemoa, this is what's in the, uh, in the, uh, in the mezuzah. So that's basically it. So when, when, you, when it tells you not to put a mezuzah somewhere, it's telling you not to think of Hashem. Is that right? No, there are certain places which are, which are, we're going to see soon, um, Simcha alluded to it before, like places where people are not sneers or bathrooms, where it's not honorable to put a mezuzah, right? I mean, just think for a moment, if you want to honor somebody, so you, you, uh, you'll make, if you're Jewish, you'll make the, uh, the, the kolel will have his name. The name will be this person. The base medrash will have his name. The, the, the classrooms will have that, that his name, his or her name, right? Family name. But you're not going to honor somebody with a bathroom. You're going to say, well, bathroom is dedicated to so-and-so. Toilet is dedicated to. It's not an honor. So I'll do the same thing. You don't put a mezuzah in a place where it's not sneers. The shul doesn't need a mezuzah for a technical reason because there's no responsibility. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's not bisharecha. It's not your individual things. You're not mechuyiv in a mezuzah. It's, it's, it's uh, the makam of Hashem. It could be, certainly there's, there's higher things than what I'm telling you, but um, it's not because it's public, because the Medina does need a mezuzah, it's because it's bisharecha. It's not, it's not, it's not yours. It's, 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 Okay, let's see a little further. Um, anybody know where Eretz Hagar is or Hagar? Hagar? I don't know. Not sure. Anyway, um, Robin. Sir. Yes. You look up today because you're, you're probably good at these things. Where Eretz Hagar is, Hagimel Reish. In English, maybe it's H A G A R. No? Where does it mention this? The last line, last word of Rashi in the third line. Uh, Hagar. Okay? Sure. Okay. Okay, let's see a little bit further. Okay? Welcome, Henry Bloom. Morning, good morning. Um... Amalei Abaya or Abzafra. Abaya said to Abzafra, Henry, we're about um, 10 lines from the top. Amalei Abaya from Abzafra. Hani Avule de Mechuza. Avule Mechuza is, is a, um, there is a, um, uh, there's a city called Avule, and they have these kind of a gates. gates. And the city was mostly Jewish. Now let's look at Rashi right away. Um, Avule de Mechuza, Rashi is the third line from the top. Avule de Mechuza. Shari ear, the gates of the city, Shashma Mechuzah, that were called Mechuzah, Vahayu, Reuben Yisrael, and most of the population were Yidin. Now, these are really the Mechuzah. My time alone, of the Rabbana, the Mechuzah. Why did the Rabbana make a Mechuzah on it? This was a, a city within a non-Jewish Medina that was mostly Jewish. Um, so he says, I'm a little He says to him, Hanu Chizik La'akhrei the kuchmi who the the avde, the gates were not there for themselves. They were like a grandma. They were. Um, look at Rashi. He'll explain it to you. Rashi's the last, the fourth line, the last of the wide lines. The akra the kuvi, binyan bani alehem. There was a building built on top of the gates. Menikra kuvi. That was its name. Kuvi. The hashaorim tachtov. The gates were underneath it. Hasuyim kikipa. They were made 
concave, like a uh, like uh, like an arch. This we know from uh, from uh, arc, from uh, engineering that when you build a building on a keepin on an arch, it makes it stronger because because it displaces the weight better. So, so um, these, um, he's trying to tell you that the gates were not there for the purpose of having gates. The gates were only there in order to be able to better support the, um, the, um, the, the building above. So they're not real gates. So that's what he answers. Okay, so Abayah says, Amalei, the Akri the Gufa, the Kuvi Gufa, to buy Mezuzah. Let's see Rashi. The Akra the Kuvi Gufa did buy Mezuzah. Bisham also binyan atzmo. Because of that actual binyan, to buy Hashar Mezuzah. Let the gate have a Mezuzah. Also, Shanach Nasimbo, people enter into that gate to get to that building. So you're right that it may have been there for, they originally built it for, in that style, in order to help the building to make sure that it's stronger, but there is a structure on top. And to get into that structure, you've got to go in through those gates. So functionally, it is a Pesach. So even though you might have done it, built in the style for a different reason, but since it's a functional Pesach, there's a necessity for a mezuzah. Um, and it explains further. Let's see again. There is, in that binion, there is a dira, there is a house. The Shoma based Hasurim used to put the prisons in there for some whatever reason. And the person who would, who would be the, the, um, the ward keeper, he would be living over there. So, um, so because of his, um, his, uh, his, his dwelling place, there should be a necessity to put a mezuzah there as well. So Bayi does not accept the tarots of Rapsafra. So he says like this. Oh, wait, before we go any further, quite, I say that point. He says, the Tanya says, a, a shul that has within it a dwelling place. Chazna knesses. Chazna is what we call today the shamish, the one who takes care of everything. Chayeves being a mezuzah, needs a mezuzah. So um, it wouldn't have needed a mezuzah had it just been a basic knesses. But since there is a Chazna Knesset who's living there, it does need a mezuzah. Here too, in and of itself, you would not have needed a mezuzah. It's true, but since it functions as a Pesach in order to get into the home in which the the uh, the, the warden is living, it would need a mezuzah. So, um, Ella Omar, um, so once again, there's one Rashi here. Um, the Akri the Kuvi Gufa, Rashi starts two lines from where the thin lines begin. Through that gate, they go into the warden's house. So let's go back to the Gemara. Abaya uh, has a different uh, reason. Abaya says this, Mishum Sakana. And this is a very important Allah, whether it's a Sakana, you don't need to put up a mezuzah. Because it's a Sakana. Why? The Tanya. Mezuzah's Yachid. Mezuzah of a person's house. Nivdek is Pamayim Shavua. It's checked twice. Shavua here does not mean a week. Shavua means every seven years. 
Mishal Rabim, and a mezuzah, which is of a gate of a city or of a country, twice every um, uh, 50 years, you, you're supposed to check it. Now, on this b'risa, Yudha says, Maisa, but Artivan, after Artivan was either, uh, well, it's two places in Rashi, but Artivan was a person who was um, checking the mezuzahs. So he was like a sofer. But Artivan, after Artivan, Bodik mezuzahs, Meshuka Elyon, Shel Tzipori. Tzipori had, uh, was a city in, in the Galilee, and there were two shuks uh, in Tzipori. That was the upper shuk, which I believe Tamid Chachamim generally frequented, and there was the lower shuk, which Balibatim frequented more. So he probably thought he was safe checking in the upper shuk because there wasn't any, there weren't that many police officers there. All he was doing was checking mezuzahs, but in, uh, remember in, in, in uh, this time, it didn't take much for one of the officers, we had this beforehand, to say you were doing something untoward, and to levy a fine, they were after Jewish money, as they always are. Umatu Kastor Echad, Kastor is a Roman officer, but he took a thousand Zuz. It's a, I don't know how much it is exactly, but it is a considerable sum of money. It's like $10,000 or something like that. Um, so it was a Sakana. Look at Rashi. Ba'artavim, Shema Ish. That was the name of the person, that he was the sofer, was checking the mezuzahs. So he was doing a good thing. Kastor. What's a Kastor? Shein Pekidoso. It's the name of a certain type of officer. Kagon. Sardiot. Vahushoter. Similar to what they would call Sardiot, which was a more familiar term. And he was a shoter. He was a police officer. Okay? So... It was a Sakana. They thought it was engaged in some type of, of witchcraft. Therefore, they uh, took from them 1,000 Zuz. So here too, it says, if I would have put up in Mezuzah, the gates of Mechuzah, people would have thought it was witchcraft. Either they would have punished the people of the city with money, or they would have punished them some other way. So, Rabbi, can I ask a question on this? Sure. Um, why would they care about witchcraft? I thought they were into that stuff. Not witchcraft against them. Well, it I mean, doesn't say against them, just as witchcraft. You know, uh, there, there, were the, there were these things in America called the Salem Witch Trials, in which people were actually killed because um, they assumed that they were doing all sorts of crazy things. Right? Right. Like they, they, uh, a woman and her daughter put on clothing the wrong way. This is true. In the 1600s in the Salem area. And um, they were spotted by some type of a servant. And they were assumed to be witches and they were killed. Right, but we're not talking about, you know, Christian lands yet, I don't think, right? Yeah, but you're going to use the, the witchcraft. They, they felt that the Jews were using the witchcraft against them somehow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It just seemed weird. Okay. Maybe it wasn't the uh, type of witchcraft that they wanted. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It, it might not surprise you, but uh, witchcraft is just, I'm not up on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rabbi.
I haven't studied it recently or ever. Um, anyway, the Gemara asks a question, a very profound question. But Amr Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar says, Shluchim Mitzvah, Eni Zakim. Shluchim Mitzvah are not Nizak, meaning this Artivin was doing a Mitzvah. He was checking mezuzahs for people. Yeah, maybe he was getting paid for it. So what? But he was still doing a mitzvah. So we know that a person who was sent to do a mitzvah, who was engaged in the act of performance of a mitzvah, um, is not going to be um, damaged. So the Mara says, shani. When there is a present da- um, danger, it is different. Before we get to the proof of it, Let's just take a look at the Gemara over here. Uh, let's take a Rashi for a minute. The Kaviyah Zekah. Alilos Hamoshel Mizumonos Tamid. Alilos means the false accusations. Hamoshel is the dictator of the area, the governor of the city or the governor of the of, of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael at that time. Um, we're, we're, we're constant. They were constant. So um, the Romans at that time controlled Eretz Yisrael. And they were constantly accusing Jews of this and that in order to demonstrate power over us so they could continue to um, enjoy their dictatorship. And they took money from us constantly for that reason and also in order to, uh, to get money. Simple as that. So Shluchim Mitzvah is not Nizakim, generally speaking. But if you're going into a place where there's a clear and pleasant danger, and that that promise is faded. That promise is removed. How do you know this? The Chiv. Now Hashem tells um, Shmuel to go and anoint David to be the future king. Shaul was the king at that time. So he tells Shmuel, go and anoint. The Yom Shmuel. Shmuel says to Hashem, Eich, Eilech. How am I going to go up? How am I going to go to uh, David? Veshama Shmuel Vargeni. Uh, Shmuel's going to hear and he's going to kill me. Shmuel was not a private figure. He was a public figure. Wherever Shmuel went, that's where um, people, people, people's eyes were. So uh, Shmuel couldn't just slip out of town. So he's going to go to Dovin and he's going to uh, anoint him and, and, uh, and, 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 and Shmuel's going to kill him. Now it is a mitzvah. It is a mitzvah. So why don't you tell me Shmuel and say any Zakim? Because it doesn't work that way. Hashem, Hashem said to him, um, create this ruse. Um, take a, 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 a fattened calf and say, I came to sacrifice to a God's brother. And you'll sacrifice that Eglas bunker, and also you will um, anoint David to be the king, the future king. So you see that um, you don't say, Shluchim Mitzvah if there is a clear and present danger. Okay? Now we get into halachic points. Oh, one second. Um, one, one, one Rashi, please. Eich Eilech. Okay? Right below where it says, Eich Eilech. Lim Shochas David al Piyadibor. I'm going to go to anoint David al Piyadibor through what a Kodesh Baruch Hu says. Um, now, let's see. Now we're getting into halachic points. Tani. Rav Kahana, Kameh de Rav Yehuda. Rav Kahana quoted a Bryce in front of Rav Yehuda and he said like this, Beis HaTevem, 
Teisa Tevin is a storehouse of wheat. And this has nothing to do with the Gemara beforehand, except that we're discussing mezuzah, so we're going to be discussing mezuzah a little bit further. Beis Tevin, a wheat storehouse, Uveis Habakar, and a corral where you have um, like a barn, where you have, where you have cattle. Uveis Ha'etzim, and a place where you store wood. Uveis Ha'otros, and a place where you store other things, not just wood. But Turin Min HaMezuzah, because you are putter from putting mezuzah up there. Why? Um, and don't ask me about the, uh, the way people did things then. I don't know. Because women enjoy them. What does it mean women enjoy them? They wash them, so they use it as a bathhouse. Okay? Um, I, I'm just assuming people do not have indoor plumbing. So um, the men would probably go to the bathhouse, the outdoor bathhouses. They would go once a week um, before Shabbos. Um, the hygiene then was not like the hygiene now. But women would want to be more clean, and there'd also be bathhouses for women on Arab Shabbos, but they would go during the course of the week, they would bathe themselves, and they couldn't do it in their house because there's no indoor plumbing, so they did it in a private area where, um, where people didn't go. They locked the door, and they, 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 uh, they, they bathed there, and the water would go on the floor there, big deal. Uh, the cattle would drink it or, or not. Um, so let's take a look. So there we are from mezuzah. Now, um, now, Amalei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, time of the Rochitzos, the only reason why these Beis HaTavim, Beis HaBankah, Beis HaTavim, Beis HaOsros are Pater from mezuzah is because women wa- um, bathe there, Hostama, if people would not be bathing there, Chayavim, you would be responsible in putting up a mezuzah. But Tanya, I'll show you an opposing brisa that says, Refus Bunker, Petura Min HaMezuzahs, Min HaMezuzah. Refus Bunker is not responsible to have a mezuzah. So there's a contradiction in brisa that here, it's mashma, that if you, um, if, if, if it wouldn't be for the fact that women wash, they would be chayiv in a mezuzah, but I have a straight out clear brisa that says that Rebbe's bunker, bunker is um, is popular from mezuzah. Okay. Um, so, Rabaka, is this okay to ask here? Wait, before you ask any questions, let's just take a look at Rashi for a minute. Okay. Base Otros, right? Shelyayin, Veshemen, Utrua, storage places of wine. Oil and wheat. They know them Dorsham. People don't live there. So my house is what does it mean? Rochitzos. Now Osas is Loshan Hana. Enjoyment. Um, you get enjoyment out of out of bathing. Now, so just because women bathe there is a reason why you are not allowed to uh, to, uh, to, to to use a, to put mezuzah up there. By the way, women is loved after. It could have been men there. It doesn't matter. Whoever bathes there, it's a, it's a bathing area. So Rashi says Mashum Makan Ganayu. Since it is a a place of of um, of, of not honor, um, people are doing debasing things. Shamdo shamarumos, the the people stand there non-clothed. Ain kavod shemayim leo shamazuzu. It's not honorable to a kaddish baruch um, um, that that 
you are um, that that uh, that they um, uh, that to put up a mezuzah. So let me before you ask your question, let me just say how Rav Yehuda interprets the brisa. Um, Ella manaosos naosos. It just says the word naosos. You Rav Kahana interpreted the word naosos as rochatzos. I don't agree with your interpretation that naosos means rochatzos. Elamana osos miskashtos. Miskashtos means they put on besamim and jewelry. They use it as a as a changing and adorning room. So what? Alikatani. Alfalpi shanoshim miskashtos b'hanpaturos. That even though women use this these areas as places to to be, get adorned, I would have thought that it's an extension of the house. Yeah, there are animals living there, but it still has a, a house-like function, and I would put a mezuzah up there. Kamash know that a refus bucker and all of these don't have a mezuzah because they're not diras adam. They're not places where people live. And it could be that um, a refus bucker might even be worse, but um, these other places, the otros, are not places where people live. They're apart from the house. They're outside the house, and people do not live there, so you are not mechliv in a mezuzah. So let's just analyze what's going on here. Rabbi Kahana said, Afopi Shana Sham is a, uh, I'm sorry, Mipnei Shana Oso Sham, that Shana Sham is a reason why we don't put a mezuzah up there. Because it's a bathing area is the reason why we don't put up a mezuzah there. Rabbi Huda does not say that. The, the word Mipnei means even though that women are naosas, which means they put on basamam there, according to his interpretation. And therefore, I would think that you do put on a, put on a mezuzah. No, you do not put up a mezuzah. So the mepnei, according to Behuda, is even though, and according to Kahana, it's because of. Okay? Now, uh, let's see Rashi for a minute. Avobi shanoshim is kashtos. Sham asam basamim. Shanoshim is basamim. They put, uh, put over there uh, um, perfume, and I would have thought it is a dwelling place. It is not a dwelling place. Now, having said that, from Kahana and Rabbi Yehuda, we're ready to go further. I'm happy to take your question, Shimta. Thank you, Rabbi. So, I had three. One was one was kind of answered. Um, but, yes. It was it, it was still a little, I don't know, I mean, the Havamina to put a mezuzah on a barn still seems a little bit weird. Isn't it obvious that, you know, it's not your dwelling? You know, if you're not going to put on the base of Mikdash or the Kohen Gadol's room, why would you Why would you think to put it on a stable? You own it. Yeah, but and we it, said, it's, oh, but that's not a dwelling. It's your dwelling, you said. Well, depends what, how you interpret dwelling. You know, I would have, we're going to see later some Machlokas about this, but how do I interpret dwelling? Um, I need my storehouse. So today, we, we have attached garages. Many of us have attached garages. So, okay, so my storage house is within my house. But I certainly need places to store. If I had a, I had a house and there was absolutely no closets, I wouldn't buy it. I know I wouldn't buy such a thing, right? Right. There's no room to put in any clothing, nothing. If they go in with the clothes in your back, come out with the clothes in your back. You never buy such a house like that. So dwelling means 
many different things. So I dwell. I have my okay. I have my my storage areas. I have my places where I keep my cows, my livelihood. I okay, know. I hear. Um, what else? Okay. Um. So they said that the reason why you uh, wouldn't want to put it on these places because they're used as a bathhouse um, is an undressed, you know, man or woman. Is that worse than like it being full of like cow manure? Because I would think a place full of smelly animals and feces would be, you know, more unclean or even even worse, you know? That's a good question. Let's take a look further, okay? Let's see the more a little further, okay? Um, yeah, but can I ask one more that before that's also related to this? Yeah. Um, so also they were mentioning about not doing a bathhouse because it's not sneeze, but um, there were people that would bathe indoors even when you didn't have indoor plumbing. There are people who, you know, if it was freezing cold outside, uh, for people who only have a one-room house with no bedrooms, you know, you, uh, you would uh, bathe inside. So what would you do in that case? Let's take a look further. I think when we get the full encompassment of the Gemara, we'll be able to understand it better. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah? Okay. These are good questions. Thinking questions. Good. So we have a machlokas between Rav Kahana and Rav Yehuda, whether these storehouses um, essentially need a mezuzah or not. Um, and Rav Yehuda says, there's no question that these storehouses do not need a mezuzah. And Rav says, no, the storehouses wouldn't need a mezuzah except for the fact that, um, that people are, are doing not sneezing things there. Great. Now, I'm going to have Kahana. Rav Kahana responded to Abiyuda. Bishanoshim, Miskashtas, Bahan, Batura. In areas where women are going to put on Basamim, this is clear to you that it's Pater from a mezuzah. Ratanya, it says in the Brisa, Refes Bakar, Refes Bakar, Peturim in a mezuzah. If it's a Refes Bakar, it's Pater from a and an area where women use for adornment, it's Chayim in a mezuzah. So, so it's a question on you. How can you tell me that even though women uh, adorn themselves there, it's for sure Pater from a mezuzah, I have a Befurish of Rias that tells me that you're Chayim in a mezuzah. What are you going to respond to me with that? Miskashtos tenayi. You're going to say yes. That miskashtos is a machlokas tenayi. That this Mandi Yomer and the Brisa that I quoted, according to your interpretation, holds that if women uh, adorn themselves there, even though women adorn themselves there, you're part of And I have uh, a Brisa that tells me that if women adorn themselves here, there, you are chayim in a mezuzah. So, lididinami, I'll show you that this point of whether a refus bunker is high of a pater mezuzah is also machlokas tenayim. That um, I'll, I'll 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 concede that there are tenayim that say that a refus bunker and and an otzer is a pater mezuzah, but you should know that there are those who say that they're chayiv. How do I know this? The tanya tenayim it says the tanya beischa. Okay, now you like this simcha. Your house, beischa hamiyuchad lecha, the house which is designated for you as an individual dwelling place, prat lebeisat heaven, excluding your storehouses of wheat, lebeisat bunker, your barn, lebeisat eitzim, your storehouses of wood, 
Ulubes Ha'otros, and the storehouses of other items, Shepeturin Min Ha'mezuzah. So there is, there are those who say, Yipatim Ha'mezuzah, V'yesh Mechaivim. But there are those who say, you're Chaivim Ha'mezuzah. So it is a Machlokas in the Tanayim. Be'emesamru, in truth, they said, um, as a fact, Mesa which is a bathroom, um, in those days it was a, a, an outhouse, but our bathrooms indoors are the same thing. Base Haborsiki. Base Haborsiki is an area in which they pan leather. In, uh, in those days, and today also, they use, um, um, they use very strong acids, but in those days they used to use the urine of dogs, which apparently is very strong in order to use as an acid to somehow soften the leather. So it was smelly and it was not, it was not an honorable place. And a bathhouse. And a mikvah. And also, now, um, the first part of the b'risa is what we need for the moment that you see that Refes Bakr is a Machlokas Tanayim. So I'm saying Nashim is Kashtas is also a Machlokas Tanayim. And I mean, you'll have to learn, we'll, you'll learn Nashim is Kashtas Machlokas Tanayim. And I'm saying Refes Bakr is a Machlokas Tanayim. So, whereas I'm going to hold that I uh, uh, interpret that b'risa that I quoted, that Rebbe's Bakr is Chayim and Mezuzah, I'll concede it's a Machlokas. Okay? Now, Behuda doesn't want to concede this. Behuda does not want to concede that there is any b'risa that says that a Rebbe's Bakr is Pata from Mezuzah. So we're going to say that each, each one is going to explain the b'risa according to his, his, his lights, his understanding. Rebbe Kahana Mataratz Latamei, Rebbe Yehuda Mataratz Latamei. Rebbe Kahana Mataratz Latamei, Rebbe Kahana explains the b'risa, Beischa, your house, the house which is designated to you, except for these storage houses, and generally speaking, are, when there's nothing else going on over there, they're not mechaiv and mezuzah. But, there are those who hold that you are mechaiv, generally speaking, of nothing, of nothing else, generally speaking, nothing else is happening there. And that's the Bryson that I quoted beforehand that agrees with this opinion that a Rebbe's Bakr is Chayav and Mezuzah. Now, the Emma's Amru, in truth, we say that Beisakisei, a bathroom, Beisaburzik, a tanning house, Beisamachas, or Beisatvila, a bathhouse, and a, and a mikvah, Visha, Noshim Naosis Ben, and areas in which women wash are Pater from Mezuzah. What does it mean, the Osos? Rochitzos. That they wash themselves, the pater from mezuzah. So therefore, that which I said beforehand, that a Rebbe's bunker, um, that women wash in, is pater from mezuzah. That's what this brisa holds. And but minastam, if it wouldn't be like that, if women wouldn't wash, there would be a machlokas in the different The Mori asks at first an obvious question. You're telling me that that naosos means that women washed. It. We already said based on Merchatz, is pater. So. The Mara says, That is a Merchatz. So, what do you have to repeat? Base of Merchatz and a base of Merchatz. He said it already. The Mara says, The Shemina Merchatz, the Rabbim, the Shemina Merchatz, the Yachin. The Mishnah is, the Rise is telling me two separate types of base of Merchatz. A base of Merchatz of public use, that's Pasha. You should know, even a base of Merchatz 
of private use is Pata. I would have thought, Merchitz the Rabbim, a public bathhouse, having with three lines from where the wide lines began, below the wide lines, that there is a lot of it's steam. Um, therefore, you put them from mezuzah. It's not a gishmaka place. Not so steamy. I would have thought, because remember, if Kahana holds that a Rebbe's bunker is according to this, this that you are potter anyway. That's from Rabbi Kahana's opinion. Rabbi says, according to his reasoning, this is what, it, what, what the Bryce means to say. Basically, your house, this part is the same. Your house that's designated to you is potter from to exclude these types of storage houses, that are even if they have women have some in them, they're still putter because there is no opinion that says that these kind of storage houses are in a mezuzah. And some people are chayiv by miskashtos when um, if a woman is being miskashet, some people are mechayiv. Avostam divriyakol pater. That if it's miskashtos, you are chayiv, but stam divriyakol pater. But if it wouldn't be for the fact that miskashtos, no one holds that a storehouse is pater. So whereas Kahana is chayiv So as Kahana said. Storehouses is a machlokas tenoyim. Have you interpreted the price to say impossible? No one holds that these kind of storehouses are punter. It's only Mandiyama that says Yeshimachayvim only when women use it as an adornment room. There, then, um, then, um, um, then, then you're chayiv. Okay. Um, uh, Rabbi, I'm sorry. I just want to make sure I'm hearing you right. You said that no, the corner of Rabbi Yehuda, he says that nobody says that they're pator. Everyone says they're chayev. No, according to Yehuda, nobody says that a storehouse is chayev. Everyone holds that a storehouse is pater. But there's okay. some so, are chayev bemiskashtos. If women adorn themselves there, so it doesn't function only as a storehouse. It functions in the dormant room. They are chayev. But if it wouldn't be for the fact that women adorn themselves there, there'll be nobody that holds that a refuse bakar is, or any storehouse is chayav in mezuzah. So whereas Kahana says the maklokis, Ariuda says no, there is no opinion that says differently. Now, let's let him finish the price. So the Amos and Amru, they said in truth, that all these um, these places where you do something which is not Gishmak, Afalpi, it means that women who adorn themselves um, could make a storehouse into, according to that opinion, the Ishmaqaivan, into a place where you are Chayav and Mezuzah, but a bathroom and a, and a, and a, and a, and a mikvah and a, a bathhouse, they, they, that can never be Chayav and Mezuzah no matter what. Okay? So let's, let's stop over here and well, tomorrow we're going to ask a question on a Yehuda's opinion. Remember, a Yehuda holds that nobody holds that a storehouse is chayiv and mezuzah. No way. There's only the opinion that says if women adorn themselves there, so it, it, there 
um, women there it would make it into a dwelling place of Yichayim and Mezuzah. Rav Kahana holds it's a machlokas whether women, whether a storehouse is Yichayim and Mezuzah, sometimes say no and sometimes say yes. So we are going to tomorrow, Mitzvah ask a question on Rabbi Yehuda, and that's what we're going to pick up on this Mitzvah Hashem tomorrow. And I wish all of you a wonderful day. Thank you, you too.